pandemonium reigns. All right, we're back. Bang Bang Episodes, doing it again. I'm Dan, he's Mike. This is Pandemonium Reigns. There is a new head coach in T-Town, Tuscaloosa, head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Kalen Debor. And I'll just tell you, Michael nailed it when we signed off for a second. That last episode was stupid hard to talk about because it was so distracting because of what's going on in Alabama. Listen, Tissy fans here, right? Love, love our orange, but that's a job when it comes open. It's just a really, really big deal, and it's going to affect the entire landscape. It's already affecting the Big Ten with, the, obviously, the departure of Kalen DeBoer. What does this mean for Washington going forward? But off the cuff, man, Kalen DeBoer, Tennessee fan perspective. Does this scare you? Um. It does scare me in, in, you know, let me think about this. I think the scariest moves they could have made of the realistic names were like, at first was like Lanning, Sarkeesian, maybe Kiffin, maybe Norvell came out. He's up there schematically, maybe the best of the group. I mean, he's, Mm -hmm. he does not lose games. He did it now. He did it a long time at the FCS level before he got Mm -hmm. to Washington. Uh, he does not lose games. That's not was his it, thing. Wasn't he at Florida or Florida State, Fresno State before Washington? Do I, have I, that I, right? do, I think that's correct. He's been at a couple similar places, I believe. He was Fresno State twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, and he was the OC at Indiana for that. Obviously, that Phoenix relationship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't the guy don't lose games? He seems just as solid as they come, and. They ran some magical stuff on the field, on the field at Washington this year. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the thing. I think Lanning, let's see, Lanning, Sarkeesian, Kiffin, probably all would have scared me more from a recruiting standpoint, as in Sarkeesian's done it there. Mm -hmm. Lanning did it there. He's tearing up the game at Oregon still, and Sarkeesian's doing the same thing with the benefit of being in the state of Texas with a lot of money behind that program, a lot. A yeah. lot of old money behind that program. Now, dude, I, I think it would be crazy if Kalen DeBoer can't come to Alabama and figure out how to recruit at Alabama in the era of NIL success that he's had on the field. Sure, it's different now, but I mean, I imagine he's going to have a the biggest budget for a salary pool for assistance that we've ever seen because of, you know, here's the thing. If Alabama wants to, and I, they have to. They obviously want the guy after the guy to succeed. That's the hardest position to take is the guy after the guy. If you're going to set him up for success, he's going to have to have a star-studded uh, group of assistants, I think, be able to hire mm-hmm. whoever he wants. Um, I think they do need to give him some some pretty big autonomy. Now, we've heard Saban say he's staying in town. You know, He's, he's going to make this as easy as possible. But I think it's very easy on things like that to get in the way, even for someone like him. Let me ask you this, man. I agree, I agree with all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to add to it. But bef- before I forget, I want to ask you this. Let's say the 2023 playoff pinned in the semi in the semis, Alabama and Washington. And Washington was the team that bounced Bama. Is DeBoer still on the table? Is he an option? How are they perceiving this? I mean, Alabama fans, they're like, listen, Tennessee fans are not the only ones who can cause an uproar and say no. Bama fans can too. Are they so prideful to cause an uproar and say, not that guy? I mean, I mean, I could be reaching here, but does it does it change your 
thought if that's the way it unfolded. If they bounced Bama? Yeah, if they were the ones to have done it. I think they would probably have demanded him from the start if he beat them. Oh, okay. So a um, total opposite end of the pendulum thing. Yeah. If if they beat him and, you know, especially if they beat him in they, they haven't been vintage Bama the last few years, and now we maybe know why with Saban actually calling it this time. That's crazy. It's still crazy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if they beat them, and let's say they beat them by 14 or, or more, and they let's say they made th- that offense look the way that, that Michigan did in the national championship game. I think at that point they might be talking about, we just, we just dominated that guy. What are we talking about here? I could see, right. them, I could see them coming out that way. Agreed. But, yeah, I mean, I think if he beat – if he beat them, I think they're probably like, yeah, give us that guy. He did good against us. We want him. Yeah. Yeah. If he can beat us, he can beat anybody. Yes, yeah. Exactly. He can, beat, he, can beat he can beat the goat. He can beat the goat. Get well soon, coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well done, Sheesh. loyal and faithful servant. About them fans, you guys are next level. So, but you are the best. Kalen DeBoer. I just, I mean, I just Wikipedia this guy real quick. Obviously, knew who he was, but 25 and three in his time at Washington. Dang, man. Listen to this. Dang. So his first head coaching gig was Sioux Falls, which is one of the Dakotas. I don't remember <laughs> which one. Get this. Get this. Get this. 67 and three. Ah. Where two of, his, two of his three losses were in year one. So you're God. talking, listen to this, 11 and two, 14 and 0, 13 and one. 14 and 0, 15 and 0. That tells me he knows what he's doing. So here's here, here, here's what I'm getting at. Oh, let me continue. 2023 and 3 at Fresno State. 2021, 9 and 3. That, man, that's a significant jump. Puts you 12 and 6 overall in your time at Fresno State. 2022, Washington, 11 and 2. Washington, 14 and 1, undefeated in conference play. 104 and 12 in your time as a head coach. I mean, if you're looking at Saban going, well, he's the greatest of all time. Look at his wins and losses. He's got more first round draft picks than he does losses. Well, if that's what you're going for, man, you've nailed it. Yeah. You've nailed absolutely. it. Absolutely. So absolutely okay. nailed it. Okay. So here, here's here, let's get into Kalen DeBoer and Tuscaloosa now. Sioux Falls, man, that's impressive. The holy cow. My gosh, what you did at Washington in two years. Oh, my gosh. Here's the difference. Being the head coach in Seattle, Washington, and in Tuscaloosa are very different animals. He's a, he's a South Dakota, born and raised kid out of, out, of, out of Millbank, South Dakota. Sioux Falls started out there as a position coach. Went to Washington High School in South Dakota as an assistant. Offense coordinator in Sioux Falls after that for five years. Head coach from 05 to 09 at Sioux Falls. After that, went back into position coaching just at the collegiate level. Southern Illinois, Eastern Michigan, Fresno State, Indiana, Fresno State, Washington. You know what I don't see in there? What's that? Anything east of the Mississippi or south of the Mason-Dixon. Different animal. Different. I'm not saying that football is not big in other places. It's just a different animal here. So I'm talking about it's it's kind of like Charlie Strong in Texas, right? Good yeah. good football coach, right? Could he handle the pressure and the booster conversations and 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 the diplomatic things that you had to do that came with being the the Texas head coach? 
can he do those things? I'm not saying he can't. Can he? Can he manage the stress? Can he manage the expectations? You are now and will forever be the guy who decided to stand in the shadow of Nick Saban, right? How do you Absolutely. handle that? How do you handle that? How do you handle when 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 you when you let's say 20, excuse me, first year here. Let's say you 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 lose to LSU year one or you lose to Auburn year one. You lose to Auburn year one. Oh what, what, yeah. I mean I mean how I mean, we've seen how irrational their fan base is. I mean, they're, they 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 did like a whole memorial outside of his statue, yeah. but all he did was retire. Get well, uh, well done, loyal and faithful servant. Are you are you joking? And they 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 sandwiched his statue with oatmeal cream pies and cokes. Lose the Auburn game year one. I want to know what happens. I'll 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 one up you there. I'll, I'll I'll add one there. Just lose to Georgia, who is. Who is enters the season as? Oh my god! You can't tell me they're not the favorite now for twenty twenty four. What a point! Yeah, and they come to your house, and that's a very understandable loss. Even if Saban coached that game, to me, that's an understandable loss. Should you lose that game, good luck, because Saban gets the benefit of the doubt. Oh, they're loaded. We've just lost all these assistants at over here. We're still trying to do all that. Say it all now. You're you're gonna have to deal with that unless it, look if he if he comes in and beats Georgia in year one, <laughs> yeah, buckle up because yeah. because ain't nothing changed. Right, well, that could be a lose lose situation. Beat him, oh gosh, he's Nick, right? Yep. Lose, oh gosh, who is this guy? Yep, absolutely good. So man, <laughs> I, I Josh Pate, who I really appreciate. And value his opinion. He said, "There's just really no such thing." I'm, 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 I'm twisting his words, but he's just said it's just the whole following Saban thing. It's, it's just not there. And I, I just couldn't disagree more. I could not disagree more. I think it's a very real thing. And you know, woe to the guy who decides that he wants to take on that because there's going to be so many lose lose situations for you. You know, I mean, look yep. at look at what look at what I think you make a great point. If you beat Georgia, look at what Gus Malzahn did to himself, making a natty appearance year one. You know, and and that 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 standard that was set from the get and the expectation. I think if you take Kellen DeBoer, and as an administration, and as a fan base, and booster club, and everybody who's involved in Alabama athletics to whatever degree. If you look at him and you say, we're going to recalibrate our expectations of him, I think you're setting him up for some serious success. If you if you will remove that pressure from him and just let him do what he, you know, do what he does. But if he's got to deal with this crap day in and day out, of him not being Nick Saban and Nick would have done this or Nick would have done Nick wouldn't have Nick wouldn't have lost that game. I mean, because the truth of the matter is. Saban loss to Mississippi State and ULM and back-to-back weeks in year one. And you could say, well, the the program was dormant and they didn't have the cupboard. Okay, well, my argument to that is the the transfer portal is wide open for these Alabama players right now, and he's going to have to do an incredible job 
of trying to get dudes like Isaiah, Isaiah Bond back into, you know, the conversation back into T-Town. So there's, I'm not saying it's the same, but I do think there's some similarities. All that said, if you will just reconfigure your expectations, I'm not saying lower your standards. You know, you're Alabama. You're 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 talking national champion. You know, every every year. This is what I mean. Yep. You want to be in the playoffs. But if he turns around and goes nine and three year one, and you start losing your mind, and let's say he lost all three games by less than a possession, walk off field goals, right? You know. Yep. I don't. I don't think they're going to care. I agree with you completely. I don't, I don't think it matters. I just think the result matters, and you know, I think we forget about how games actually go half the time. Yeah, and just just the the W or the L is all that gets considered. I think. Um, and and you know, we talked in the in the national championship episode about scheduling, right? Listen to this. I, just, I can't believe we're getting into this already. And I'm sorry if, if we if we're jumping there too soon. All right, Western Kentucky week one, August 31st. USF week two. Uh, yeah, and you played a very sup- suspect game that shouldn't look anything like the, the game in 2023 and, and when it comes around next year. Okay, one mm-hmm. week later mm-hmm. at Wisconsin. Mm. At Wisconsin in week three. All right, you got a bye week. Uh, the the next to last weekend in September. Ooh, that bye week then, sets up well. And then Georgia comes to town. I agree with you. That sets up perfect uh, because after after the Georgia game, you've got mm-hmm. Vander at Vanderbilt, which you know you'll you'll be fine. You're going to host South Carolina, and then you're going to travel to Tennessee before hosting Missouri, which yeah. looks a whole lot different now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, woof. Yeah, dude. That's that's not a setup at all for success. Uh, yeah. That's. If, if again, if he manages that well, then we should maybe consider looking at this like, well, ain't nothing changed. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, so looking at the away games at Wisconsin, you know that place is going to be on fire. I mean, oh, Alabama's yeah. coming to your town. That 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 end of third quarter jump around is going to be bonkers. Let's go. Bananas. Let's do it. Let's go visit that. Let's go visit. Let's do um, it. Vanderbilt. Whoopity do. <laughs> In Knoxville, October nineteenth. Yep. Um, safe bet I mean, that the place will be rocking. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about for the first time in let's just say forever. Tennessee's got consistency in its staff. It's got a let's be safe here with this word prolific quarterback and a proven offense, right? First-year head coach in Alabama. My gosh. Tennessee's going to go into this thing with some – I mean, unless, you know, the first set of weeks just don't go well at all. Let the bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knoxville going to be on fire. They're going to be looking this game going, this is this is our game. We're, Dude, we're winning I, this today. Absolutely. I, I'm not talking about players. I'm about fans, and they're going to be outrageous. Oh, oh yeah, Absolutely. There are so many implications with this move. I, I just thought of another one because I, I look at their next road game at LSU, right? That's a uh, well, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm gonna get at. Sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. So you got you got at Wisconsin, at Tennessee, at LSU, at Oklahoma. At Oklahoma. At Oklahoma. 
the, your only blessing here is that you play Georgia and Auburn at home that I can really find, right? Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt, yeah. You're, you're lucky that Vanderbilt's the away game because you can play it on Mars with no gravity, still <laughs> win, right? Right. But LSU, think about it for LSU. Think about this for Brian Kelly is what I'm saying. Mm. There was talk about if Harbaugh goes pro, they should look at Brian Kelly first. And there was rumors like this up until like a week ago. It's It's been weird to me that, that we got – that we're that far down the line. We don't know if Harbaugh's leaving or staying. Harbaugh probably won't say a word, and he'll just coach spring ball if he stays, and we'll just be like, oh, so he's back, right? And he'll do it shirtless. He'll do it shirtless. He'll have a satellite camp in Athens for just to, to, just to piss off Kirby, right? Yeah. Think about this move for Brian Kelly in – and think about if there were divisions, right? In the SEC, there's not going to oh, be. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Dude, like, you came here to recruit, right? Because because you wanted to recruit. And, and look, let's acknowledge Marcus Freeman's doing a little bit better than he did for the moment at Notre Dame. But you came here to recruit, and it just got worlds easier. Who poached players out of Louisiana better than Alabama? As hard as it is to get a kid that LSU wants out of Louisiana, who did it better than Alabama? Nobody. Nobody. Do you think Kalen DeBoer, we're talking about a, a little bit, the cultural differences with him being a Northwestern type of guy, um, born in the same state as Josh Hopwell, I'll add. Do we think mm. that he's going to come down here, fit like a glove, and recruit Louisiana that way, the way that Saban did? And Saban obviously had the benefit of being at LSU prior to Alabama. I mean, I hear what you're saying, and on the cuff, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to go with it until I'm just proven wrong. But my argument to that would be, Brian Kelly. You know, yeah. like that's just not a cultural fit, but he's winning. Let's see what he does without Jaden Daniels. Would be my, my, my other argument. Great, great thing that we need to see. Yeah, but overall, man, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to need to see this first until I believe it, because right now I, I'm not buying it. I, I think that's a great point. Can DeBoer go into Louisiana and do this? My opposing, that was not a word, opposing question would be, does he need to? Yeah. I mean, now look, they've, and they've had some straight up dudes come out of Louisiana as many teams do because the talent there, but, I'm going to be fascinated to watch how he approaches Rudy. I mean, look at what he's done in the portal. And and now he gets the boost, the boon of being at Alabama. And he's like, come run my offense. And we're going to play basketball on grass. Yeah. Uh, we're going to we're gonna yeet it around the yard. I mean, you say that, but they lined up under center. Now, I'm, 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 agreeing with, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. And now he's, he's balanced, all right? I, we need to address that. I need to correct myself. They're balanced. He is a balanced guy. But, I mean, the portal's wide open, like we've said. Think about his approaches that he's going to be able to take. What I'll really be fascinated, I guess, is, and I mentioned it, but who are his coordinators? Who are his position coaches? Yes. Is it is it guys like him, you know, that have been primarily away from the Southeast? Or does he like, okay, I'm going to need some help making this transition. I'm going to look out for myself. I'm going to give the fan base and, and the administration some – some peace of mind. And I'm going to recruit. I'm going to bring some some SEC guys in to do this. You know, to make this transition happen. You know what I would do if I was if I was him. You know who my first call would be. Who's that? Let me explain this thoroughly. Okay. But Mark Ingram, a Alabama dude who's from yeah. Michigan, right? Yeah. And I'm like, listen, you're not a coordinator. You're not a staff. You're not a you're not a position coach. But you're on my staff, and maybe you're. 
head of personnel or whatever it is that they that they call that position. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, Play, and just, player personnel and, development. And just help me sell Alabama and me. All right, can I get you behind me? And can I get you somehow NCAA approved talking to recruits and, and selling our vision and whatnot and saying, well, that way Mark Ingram can stand before recruits, whether they be from Louisiana, Tuscaloosa, or, you know, Oklahoma said, listen, I was an outsider too. Look what I accomplished. I believe in this guy. I'm all in on Kalen DeBoer because a lot of people, I should say this, a lot of 18-year-olds know who Mark Ingram is. And they know where he played his ball. Just a thought. Probably my thought. That's a a great thought. Um, You know, I think that in the the great thing for Alabama, if you're a fan, if if you're on staff, or I mean, if you're in the administration, I should say, there's so many guys like that that he can call, but I think I think Ingram would be a perfect one because again he he made the travel down from Michigan to Tuscaloosa when he you know when he signed for Saban you know that he's he's not from Tuscaloosa or Birmingham or you know what I mean he's not from the area I think that that's a big benefit of of him you know he's gonna have all, all he's gonna have to do and and listen I believe this you know I'm not I don't think we've said anything like oh good luck to this guy or you know downplayed the hire at all I don't think we've done that and I'm not doing this here. No, but no, I no, think no. it's going to be so easy for him to call up, you know, he's going to call up Greg McElroy and he's going to call up AJ McCarron or, you know, he's going to call up anybody that he wants in that vein that mm-hmm. has a say, that has a pull on the fan base and, and anybody that they need to, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I think they're going to sit down. They're going to have a conversation. He's going to, he's going to talk about what he does on the field, which is dang good like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just going to make it a lot easier. You know, as long as he's willing to do that, there should be no reason why he's not. You don't win this many games at in anything. You don't. You're not this successful, being unwilling to adapt or being too egotistical yeah. or things like that. Good point. You know, I think there's so many people that he can just call up and sell. Hey, this is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to make this work. You yeah. know. Yeah. And and I think it's going to be a huge boon for him. You know, if I'm Ty Simpson, I'm staying put. You dang well should. You dang well should. I'm staying. If put. I'm Isaiah Bond, bro. If I'm Isaiah Bond, I'm no, like I'm staying put. Can baby. you do? Can you make me look like Romo Dunze this year? Yeah, right. I mean, right. And another 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 thing that we haven't mentioned is who's going to come with him. I don't mean staff, I mean player portal. Players. Who's yeah. coming? Yeah. And we know we know that certain dudes like Michael Penix is out of eligibility and Dunze who you have mentioned has declared. I don't know about Jalen Polk's eligibility. I don't know about Jalen McMillan's eligibility, but I'd be curious to know. Oh. My guy is headed to Tuscaloosa, bro. Let's go. Yeah, I'll go. Absolutely, absolutely. So, as a Tennessee fan, yeah, this one this one makes me nervous, scares yep. me. I will say this though, I don't think he was their first choice. You know, I, I think I have to think that Lanning was, but I'm I'm with you. I mean, in, in in the order in which news dropped and Dan Lanning coming out and saying, I'm staying at Oregon. Okay, so you talk to Bama. <laughs> Bingo. Thanks for telling us. Uh, and then Mike Norvell, before news breaks with DeBoer, I'm staying at Florida State, contract extension. Okay, so you talk to Norvell, too. Yep. When they say stuff like, also, I'm staying, you were offered, right? You had to be. And if you're saying, well, that's kept close to the vest and that stuff, 
listen, Danny White was like, uh, we didn't offer you. I can't, what was yeah. that situation? Um, it was Virginia, uh, Virginia. Yeah, Tony, Tony Elliott. Elliott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's cute, but you were never offered the job. Yeah. Are you are you, you going to sit there and tell me Alabama's not going to say that? There's like, listen, if I'm the athletic director, like, hey, that's cute, but you were never offered. Thanks, yeah, but no thanks, right? So, and I I would have to think that one of these guys is getting, you know, look, Jimmy Sexton represents everyone. There's no bigger winner than Jimmy Sexton, right? Oh, financially, yeah, I know, you know. He probably gets a ring every year. You know what I mean? But somebody threw their name in there, or some, you know, or he threw their name in there, right? And somebody yeah. got an extent. Mike Gundy, right? Mike Gundy just got paid again somehow, right? <laughs> but it, it's also like you said, like I, like you're going. It, it's image. Oh, Alabama wanted me, and you yeah. got me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I, or I chose to stay. That's even more powerful, actually. Sure. But absolutely, yeah. Can't convince me that didn't happen. Right. So let's let's go through this list a little bit. So Dan Lanning, you know, if I'm Alabama, he's probably choice number one. He makes a lot of sense to me. He's a lot like Saban. You know, I I like his no nonsense kind of approach. He's young. He's winning on the big level already. You know, go go get him. Yeah. And then there was <clears throat> Lane Kiffin, which I would love to know where he fell. Oh, me in this too. conversation, if he was met with whatnot, it, and it, I will say this: it's a dang shame that Ole Miss or and Bama are, are not playing this 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 go round because you know, such like, a shame. Like, oh my gosh, this let is my me, chance. Let me show you why you should have called me or whatever, and this is the chance. Right, right, right. right. Um, sip on top. So, <laughs> and then you start to get down to. So I posted a TikTok, and I was like, "Listen, biggest news ever. Whatever, it's going to impact college football." Let's talk through some of these names real quick. And then I threw out Lincoln Riley. I'm like, no, just not a chance that it's Lincoln Riley because he has proven in Oklahoma and USC that he doesn't play defense or he doesn't get defensive results, however you want to word it, even when he's got dudes on the on, right. on that side of the ball. And then so people started commenting. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, sorry, let me finish my thought. I got to Dabo. Okay. And it has nothing to do with Dabo being cringy and whatnot. It's just Dabo refuses to work inside of the portal, and he refuses to cooperate with the NIL deal and 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 whatnot there. And then Steve Sarkeesian. This is the name that started popping up in the comments, and I'm going, why would he do that? Why would he do that? He's in the conference now. He's proven that he can get to the playoff, right? Quinn yep. Ewers is coming back, so we're talking immediate impact. You got Arch Manning, you know, Waiting, waiting in the winds. Why would he make a lateral move? Like, yep, lateral move. Why would he make that lateral move and do it in the shadow of Nick Saban? Makes absolutely no sense to me. None. Did, did Alabama really talk to him? And if they did, did Sarkeesian really consider that? Saying, I had a great time in Tuscaloosa when I was there, but that's probably a really stupid move on my end. And Alabama's going to say, well, Look at our brand. Look at us. Look at the scoreboard. Oh, yeah, oh, right. right. Like, I beat you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, look at look at the money and the resources. You, you're joking, right? Texas dollars? Are you are you are you joking? No, no, N no. The, does Alabama have a lot of money in their pocket? Yes. So yeah. does Texas, and yeah. they've got oil money. So and and, and now. There, I mean, look, I'm, 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 I'm not going to take a shot at DeBoer because I think he's good. 
I'm also not going to take a shot at Alabama because they've kicked our butts. There, but there is a situation here where, you know, again, do they lose games? You know, what happens if they do? You've got to you've got to maintain the relationship with the boosters mm-hmm. in Alabama. You can't Saban was autonomous, right? He controlled it all. You've yeah. got to either maintain that or build relationships and do it fast. Uh, because also this this as well, Texas is still super, super hungry to get back to where they've been, right? To get to the top. To keep climbing. Should be. Is Alabama are they are they are they starving down there? Or are they just hungry? You know, what do they look like? Because Texas is dying for a, cha- a championship and Alabama just, you know, lost their coach that won six of them. Yeah. The expectation is just lower in Austin right now. You, 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 you are. Think about how you're perceived in Austin, Texas as Steve Sarkeesian, as opposed to going to Tuscaloosa and how you would be perceived and what's what you're expected. And you just got to have a lot more grace in Austin in this moment. I mean, you can, you can only go up from here, right? I'm not saying, yep. I'm not talking about as far as records and, and whatnot, but that, that, that's not what I mean. I, I'm talking about perception of of your fan base and administration because you know those those old men boosters are like, we believe in you, coach. Took us to the playoffs. Now we're not satisfied, but we believe in you. And what's that? What's that conversation like in in T town? Hey man, here's the expectation. Yep. Do it. Absolutely. Do absolutely. It. So, I just Sarkeesian made absolutely no sense to me. None. Absolutely none. I mean, I, in my mind, Matt Rule made more sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, uh, no. I'm dead serious. I'm not saying that, that they should have done it or pursued it, but Sarkeesian just makes no sense. Yeah. Also, there's so many things I'd like to see in an alternate lifetime and universe. But if Kalen DeBoer said no, where did this end up? I need to ask the Lord that one day. Uh, <laughs> where, where was this going to go? Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of the Lord, I thought the Lord would return. Before Saban retired, I mean, I'm still just in that position this week, and I'm not joking. By the way, I thought, right. no, I'm I thought you, he would, I thought I would never see the day that this happened. But um, I would, my God, dude, I'm dying to know where this was headed if Kalen DeBoer said no, because even though we're sitting here giving this the the appropriate amount of respect, I feel like there mm-hmm. are certainly going to be those that are like, oh, he's got no chance. He ain't Saban. He ain't from here. Yada yada. You know, that's <laughs> going to happen. Where that yeah. might not have happened, Lanning or certainly Sarkeesian right. had it gone there. Kiffin, right. they'd have been like, oh, my gosh, welcome to the – I don't know. He, it wouldn't have been the SIP anymore, but, like, he's going to tweet that about us, and it's going to be really cool. You know what I mean? There would have been a cultural learning curve on behalf of the people of Alabama if Lane Kiffin was hired. Yeah. And I think they would have adjusted because I think Wynn covered, covers a multitude of sins, and I think Lane, yep. Lane would have had, you know, I mean, Lane is a wizard in the portal, right? We're, we're yeah. seeing this, and he he would have more resources in Tuscaloosa. Uh, there's a bit of arrogance that comes with Lane. I think I think Alabama would have enjoyed that. Yeah, but man, obviously not their first choice, like we were getting on, you know. But I think, okay, back up before I say that. Really, really wanted like some chaos. Some I wanted more live tracking of the of the of the the flights, you know, yeah. and the the Gruden sightings and all that. Yes. Mess. I wanted way more of well, that. We did get the landing sighting the first night this happened, but apparently it was false. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, right, right. I mean, just give me one Gruden sighting, just one. Yeah, dude, I wanted the chaos, and I think we were, I think we were right there at it. Had DeBoer been a no? Yeah, yeah. So I wanted more of that. I wanted Dion to enter the conversation. Yeah, I wanted it so bad. Which yeah. let's let's do that for a second. Let's hang out there just for a second. We've got we've got a few minutes left here. Deion Sanders, Tuscaloosa. Would it, would it, would it have worked? You know. I still don't know what he's like as a football coach. I mean, the the roster would have been stupid. And, you know, I think we were I think we were Mike Norvell being hired in Tuscaloosa for, for us to get Dion back to FSU, the bridge to be reconciled, and then to see what what damage he could do at his alma mater, obviously. Be like, you know, he's recruiting Travis Hunters and, and guys like that. I can't remember the other guy uh that, that I wanted to name and I've already forgot it. Uh he's recruiting those guys. He's like Go do what I did here, and yeah. it's that much easier, right? But I yes. still don't know what he's like as a football coach, man, because right. it just don't look that great. But I can't measure this Colorado team or his Jackson State team. I can't measure those teams against you know what it would look like. So I, I would be scared. Uh, the roster would be in an amazing place, but I would be scared as an Alabama fan had it been Dion. Scared as an Alabama fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of wisdom in your statement and your response. So well done. All right, man. Well, we're in the closing minutes here. Any any other thoughts before we yes. jump off? Okay. Dan Dan Wolken actually came through with some stone cold crazy fire knowledge, right? Are you ready for this? Ready, hit me. Okay. Two things happened in the middle of Washington season. They had an athletic director change, was number one. Number two, Kalen DeBoer hired Jimmy Sexton as his agent this season, in the middle of the season. Washington tried to get the deal done for several weeks. It's probably he, he says I think it's now safe to surmise that Sexton Sexton knew what was about to happen. So mm. think about this: if you're Washington, right, and you just went on this run and you just lost a natty, and now you lose your coach because he hired Jimmy Sexton, you had an AD change, and you let your chance slip away to lock him down. Because I can't, you can't change my, you can't make me think that. Even if Jimmy Sexton knew Saban's retiring, you know, if he knew earlier than, than now, um, you can't tell me that he was like, yo, DeBoer, don't sign. It's going to be you, right? Because we just talked about who the, the options were. Wow. But still, that is a fascinating fact of this wow. whole ordeal. It just goes to show you that there's way more behind the scenes that we'll just never we know, don't know, never comprehend. The Bible words it this way. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. <laughs> so anyway, well, dude, it's, uh, I think this, I think this hire is only going to spark more conversation as, as time continues in that point in life where you have the first kickoff of the year and the last kickoff of the year, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to just stir a lot more conversation. Looking forward to it. Interested to see how he assembles his staff. It's, uh, interested to see how this affects the transfer portal. Interested to see. I, I, I think. I think what Jim Harbaugh does right here is also big. In, oh yeah. In the light of Alabama and and, and whatnot, and <clears throat> I will say that here's to hoping, my man. Listen, been praying a lot lately, and it seems my prayers have worked regarding the state of retiring. Yeah, and you know, not only that, not only everything you just said. 
But it's going to be so fun to probably come back on here next week and talk about Kirby signing with the Falcons. That's what I was going to say. You took the word. You took. You took. You stole my thunder. Mondling, my I'm sorry about that. Sorry That's about that. But we're, we're on the wavelength. We're, we're on the wavelength. The Lord is 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 moving, even when you don't see it. He's working. So boom. <laughs> God, don't be disappointed in me, please. Hey, Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Uh, whether you're a Tide fan or not, you know you're interested. You know you are. I don't care if you find yourself in the plains of Alabama or in the mountains of Washington. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. You're 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 interested. Can it, Canada is interested in this moment in time right now. Uh, we're going to be here to talk about it. We're never going to be here in time to break news to you. Uh, obviously, we did a several day late recap of the Natty, but it gave us time to. You know, come at it from a very <clears throat> logical perspective. So, nonetheless, thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you hit like on your way out. It's, it's just a matter of pushing the button. Just, just push, just push the button. Thank you. It, 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 it does wonders for us. Make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you're tuned in. You get your, you get all the notifications on for when Pandemonium Reigns drops another episode. I'm Dan. He's Mike. God bless. Go balls. GBO. Rains.